Oh, yeah. Uh, should we announce? Uh, or I'll just announce that I had COVID. Yeah, yeah. We we both had COVID. It sucked. Okay, so we are running a little side story uh, this week. Um, depending on the timeline of events, uh, this might be immediately followed by either a return to the regular story or the second half of what I have planned for this story. We will find out. But yeah, so uh, we do not have a Matt, uh, obviously, nor a Hillary. So instead of doing a third episode of Francis and uh, Colton uh, going on little side adventures, we will instead be following two uh, different characters. Who are uh, who are just kind of on their own job uh, in this setting? So yeah, if you guys would uh, like to introduce your characters, uh, I sent you uh, their character sheets and uh, a little quick blurb about them last night, so you could uh, read over them and get an idea for the character in your head. Uh, also, yeah, like I said. They haven't seen these characters until literally 24 hours ago. Because I thought that would be amusing. Yeah, okay, so... Uh, I'm Julian, and I am playing Mr. Cold. Uh, he's a... So he's an uh, older gentleman uh, with dark skin... He wears a uh, dark suit and a fedora, and uh, he's he's always seen wearing it. Uh, he, uh, yeah, I told, I said he was uh, a bit of an older gentleman, um, mm-hmm. and he uh, he has. Uh, should I like explain what you've written down for his appearance? Yeah, if you want. Okay, so he has beady eyes that are far apart and a smile that is unsettlingly wide. Uh so he's he's uh, a bit of a bit of a he's a, a looker. interesting character, but he is friendliest guy. Friendliest guy, uh probably not in the way you want. Uh he's he's a little unsettling, but He's he's a good he's a good folk. He's also been in America for a while, hasn't he? Yes. Okay. So he's been in America since the sixties. Yeah. Yeah. He likes it here, probably. Yeah. All right. And would you like to uh, introduce your uh, your brain cannon for a uh, uh, your character Ash? I have brain cannon. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I've been running on about low energy. So, uh, I am playing Cato uh, Leblanc, and he is a Frenchman from the streets of Paris, and he will do what it takes to survive as long as, uh, you know, he helps people. For the most part. <laughs> And I can't do a French accent very well, so I apologize to anyone out there who actually speaks French. Uh, I think we got a couple of viewers in uh, in Europe. <laughs> 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 so 
like me doing the Russian accent and forgetting that Le is Russian when we're playing <laughs> d and I'm like, oh god, I've just offended an entire continent. Yeah. I-, I learned forever ago that the key to an accent is to do it more subtly than your instincts tell you to. See, here's the thing. I can do a chain-smoking Frenchman very well. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't see this guy as being a chain-smoking Frenchman. Oh, that's great. What does he look like? Uh, he's young-ish. Late 20s, early 30s. I don't see any information about that on my sheet, so I'm deciding that myself. Yeah. Um, he wear, has got dark hair, kept a very neat, sort of slicked to the side, wears a white dress shirt and a bright red tailored suit jacket. And he has some fancy glasses. Alright. Uh, so... With the characters uh, described, um, I will go ahead and jump into the session notes. <clears throat> After this cup of coffee, which I am, which I have actually found a dedicated coffee spoon since the last time we recorded. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and since the last time you recorded, I have recovered from COVID. Yeah. Also nice. <laughs> okay. It's late at night, and the streetlights pass by as a classic black 1960s Chrysler zooms down the interstate, following signs towards the small town of Portsmouth. Within the car are two people. The driver is a large, dark man who goes by Mr. Cold, while his passenger, Cato LeBlanc, while his passenger, Cato LeBlanc, looks to be his opposite in every physical way, pale, shorter, and slight. The two of you are here on behalf of your sponsor, the Midnight Lounge, to search for a misplaced resource that has been given the title of the Jabberwocky. As you take one last turn and enter city limits, you're hit by a wave of static that sets you on edge immediately. There's something in this town, something powerful, and whatever it is, you're driving right into its home. Do they allow smoking in this car? Hmm. If you keep the windows down. Very well. And, yep, I'm going to pull out a French cigarette. (laughs) This town feels uncomfortable. Ah, you felt it too. We. There's something amiss in this town, and I think that we should be on edge for this mission. I am always on edge. It's it's how I survive. (laughs) Well, you've been doing well for yourself so far, kid. Ah, if only you knew. (laughs) Ah. Oh, and also the entire time he's been playing nothing but like nineteen fifties, like yeah, just <laughs> just uh, you know some some real some real bops from back in the day. Yeah, I'm really picturing Jet Black right now. 
from Cowboy Bebop. Oh, uh, yes. That, that's why I thought you meant, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, uh, the two of you follow uh, the GPS directions uh, in this town, and soon you find yourself bathed in the flickering neon lights of the NQA pawn shop, where the lodge's local contact, Norman Ackles, operates. Okay, so uh, Mr. Cold is going to park the car and uh, head into the pawn shop. Uh, He's kind of looking around uh, as he's walking out, making sure nothing's amiss. Um, okay, you know what? Go ahead and give me a uh, an int check. All right. I don't remember how good his int is. Oh, that's a five. Dang, he's pretty smart. Um, you actually rolled your animas int. Oh, oh no, animas, you... animas don't have ints. I oh, know. I just had my anima selected for that. Yeah. But... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, like I, I fully believe I gave him ten int. Mm-hmm. Um, animas don't have it, so yeah. Yeah, but animas are like I made them a separate character sheet so that you guys could drag them around yourselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought you might have clicked on that, but now that I think about it, I think they're all set to the lowest uh, stat at at default. Okay, yes. so at a five. So yeah, you you get out of your car. Um, you give the uh, parking lot a a once over. Um, the 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 feeling of strangeness has not lessened since you crossed city limits, mm-hmm. and. Uh, like, with that in the back of your head, you're kind of on high alert. Or at least medium alert. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, you see, uh, shadows moving, uh... Uh, at the, uh... Just a real quick out-of-character question. Yeah, go for it. Um, because we've got two abilities. Should mm-hmm. our anima not have, like, higher dice? Uh, I did update, uh, the anima dice, uh... For these oh, characters, right? Cause yeah, I, yeah. The, these characters are more balanced than your characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're not broken. That well, good. <laughs> I just forgot that um, AP and HP were doubled the dice. That's all. That's my bad. Mm-hmm. No, that's okay. So uh, as you're looking around the parking lot, uh, you see the you see shadows moving at the perimeter of a. Uh, of the light, uh, you know, like the street light and parking lot lights. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not like the light is keeping them at bay, but more once they pass that threshold, like they're just gone. Okay. Uh, I look over at it and I tip my hat. What? Uh, oh, over at the at the shadows? Yes. Uh, they don't seem to uh, to acknowledge you. Well, keep walking in. Mm, I shall investigate. No? Investigate the pawn shop or the shadows? The shadows. I'm going to sink into a nearby shadow using, um, well, have my anima sink into a nearby shadow. Alright. And see what's going on. Okay, so, yeah, uh, Kato summons his uh, anima, and it is a tall, thin... Uh, masculine shape. Uh, he seems to be wearing 
like a long uh, high collared cloak that is just made out of shadows that's bleeding off of him as he moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, incredibly tall top hat. His skin is, uh, the skin of his face is really the only thing that's not shadow. And it seems to be made out of a dull red and gray material that looks almost bolted together. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, he kind of raises up from, uh, from your shadow, Kato, and, uh, you have him sink into one of the other shadows. Um, go ahead and... Roll me a intelligence if you're trying to get a feel of what's going on, or a charisma if you're trying to like make contact with a uh, this shadow. Mm. Charisma. Also, my anima character sheet does not have him. I need to open that through Kato's. Oh, that's weird. There we go. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Is it is this a junction roll or just straight charisma? Uh, oh yeah, this would be a junction roll. So is that charisma plus range? Uh, I'll I'll give uh yeah I'll, I'll give you player's choice on what you want to use on this. But yeah, it seems like range or speed might be the uh the better use of these two. I'll go speed. Whoops, that's not what I meant to do. And also deduct one end point because you used your level one power. I did indeed. Okay, a twelve. Hang on, that means I do two then because I um also used I summoned the anima. So using the power, and then I did a junction roll, which is also an AP, right? Yep. All right, so a twelve. So yeah, you're a. So yeah, you send uh Arsene Black into uh this shadow. And, uh, you're immediately hit with the vertigo that you have, uh, encountered, uh, several times before in, uh, your dealings with, uh, traveling to Mirage. And, uh, the shadow of the, uh, the thing you, your, uh, anima has seeped into is a, one second, gotta jump to the top of this. Um, is a sorrow. Um, they are, uh, gross little centipedes, antlered spider monsters. Uh, you, you've dealt with them before. They're not terribly strong. They're, their most dangerous bit is they will physically drain the life from you. But seeing one in a location like a pawn shop is not typical of how they act. They usually hang out in places of intense grief. Monsieur Cold? Oh, yes, Mr. Lamarck. There is something amiss here. I I think that uh, well, we have uh, a sorrow. A sorrow? At a pawn shop? Highly unusual. So, uh, while, you know, uh, while Kato was sinking into the shadows, uh, Mr. Cold just was standing there with his hands in his pockets, just very casual. Uh, so he starts kind of walking over to where 
the uh light was uh, or at where the the shadows were and uh gi- gives it another discerning look all right should i uh should i roll like intelligence or something to kind of kind of uh get a hunch on why the they might be around here or um hmm yeah you you you've been around for a long time, so I'll give you the uh, the same options as a uh, Kato. Uh, you can use intelligence to try and uh, you know like access uh, you know your own little mind palace to see if you can suss out uh, any uh, clues as to what's going on, or you can use charisma to try and uh, like uh, bridge the the gap between you and the shadows and. Uh, well, see if you uh, can make Mr. Sense Cold is not very charismatic. He is, he is a. I, honestly, I'm offended that you put his charisma at a D4 <laughs> because I love him instantly. But uh, you, you've seen you the have, sketch I did of him. Yes, but you have done this for some reason, and I, I can't for the life of me figure out why. <laughs> so I'm going to use intelligence, and that is a ten. Okay, so. With a 10, you are, you realize you are uniquely qualified, um, to understand what's, uh, what's going on. Hmm. Um, a similar event, uh, occurred around the time you came to, came to America back in the 60s. Um, there was a, uh, we'll call it an event. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and this event, uh, Mr. Cold, uh, led to a catastrophe. And on the build up to this catastrophe, there there were anima all over the place or animus that were all over the place that should not be there. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, there there Sorry, I got to look at my my list of animus again. Yeah, like there were like fears hanging out in churches, there were prides just all up in the the soup kitchens, the department stores were just full of uh, full of sorrows. Graveyards just covered in lies and wants. Like it, it was, it was a mess. And uh, yeah, a, as you're at the edge of uh, of the streetlight and looking around. Like you can suss out the the vague shapes of these shadows, and yeah, besides a want or an anger that you see floating around, like these should very much not be in this area. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mister Cold starts to get uncomfortable and uh, worried, and he says, "Ah, kid, this doesn't look good." Uh, mm. It's a darn shame. There might be something bigger going on around here that we're not seeing. I think given the uh, the feeling that we had, mm-hmm. that is very probable. Now oh. I'm rushing. <laughs> the it's thing okay. is... He's <laughs> from all over am, Europe. I am a European. The thing is, is that... Uh, I've got the feeling something's about to go very wrong. And I'd like to do my best to 
avoid that if at all possible. So, what do you recommend that we do? Well, the Jabberwock is our current objective, but mm, I'm thinking it might lead us into the path of whatever's going on here. That could work. I don't know what else we could do. It's a good start. I'm, I'm going to uh, look and see if there is anything in this uh, one shop. You know, ordinarily I'd be over the moon to be going to a pawn shop. Love looking at all these little knickknacks. Yes, knickknacks. Well, perhaps there is something a little bit more worthwhile inside, you know? Shall, shall we have a look, Monsieur? No, lead the way. So are we actually meeting someone in this pawn shop, or are we meeting them at the pawn shop? Like, are we meeting the proprietor, or are we using this as a gateway to Mirage? Uh, you are meeting the proprietor. I'm gonna, just for, just for some gigs, just for some giggles, going to, uh, is the door locked? Uh, nope, it has a, uh, 24-hour, uh, uh, sign, uh, on the front. Well, that's very boring. <laughs> oh, you wanted to break in. I wanted to break in. That's fine. I wanted to test the security. <laughs> Mr. Cold would not let you. <laughs> Mr. Cold is partnered with uh, someone who is very well known for this. A- an yeah. acquirer of goods, if you will. Proprietor, yes. And Mr. Cold feels that he was partnered up with you to keep you in check. Oh, I love it. And yet, and yet, perhaps this is how we get the, uh, the Jabberwocky, no? Get my, uh, expert piece. And I'll hold up my fingers and wave them and disappear into the pawn shop and keep to the shadows. And mm-hmm. look at what potential goodies there might be out of sight. Mr. Cold walks in like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as you enter the the pawn shop, you're immediately hit with the uh, heavy sense of uh, tobacco being poorly covered up by a single small scented candle on the countertop. Um, looking around, uh, this is this is you know just a pretty average fair pawn shop. Like you have you have a couple of racks of clothes, you have a, a display case of electronics. There's a lawnmower up on one shelf that's Kind of at an angle, which is a bit worrying. Uh, there are some TVs here and there. Uh, there, There is, of course, a cage behind the counter that's very heavily locked, where you see a couple of guns. And uh, Is there any, like, jewelry on the shelves that seems like real jewelry? Oh, yeah. Or, like, real silver? Oh, yeah. Are, are you going to attempt to swipe some? Yeah. Uh, can I can I oppose this to to see what he's doing and uh, okay we're gonna have a a Dex versus Int uh, check here. Please, uh, you so... gave me an eight dexterity. Oh, I did. <laughs> I feel like it should be at least a D ten. Uh, yeah, I think I I think is I just you dumped everything into me, charisma. You want me to swap the decks and the int, or are we gonna leave it as it is? Um, you know what? If if you if you want, you can swap the decks and the int. Uh but 
Because it does make sense that I gave him some some special goodies and gave him absolutely atrocious decks. It does make sense, or it doesn't. Or it it makes sense that I would do that, not realizing it. I I only said half of my sentence because the other half was in my brain. Yeah, so right. So that was the decks. Yep. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. So, so that's a ten versus my one. Yeah, that is that is amazing. That is a both of them were rolling d tens. By the way, this was a very even like chance. So, <clears throat> Mister Cold, while you're walking around, you 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 notice some uh some fun little things. There's a weirdly enough, there's like an eight track player here. That I was going to, be, to say eight track. Yeah. That seems to be like in at least functioning condition. Uh, oh, look at it! Uh, he he kind of like he kind of like leans in real close and says, "Oh, look at this piece of technology." Well, I I haven't seen this in a, in a fair number of years. I'm I'm impressed to find it here. Just as yeah. I, as I'm swiping something, just oh, yeah, it's very fascinating, Monsieur. Uh, do, do tell me more. Yeah, this is probably a little bit. Uh, before your time. So, so yeah, a- as Mr. Cold is fascinated with this, in, like, a very smooth, practiced motion, Kato, you pop the lock on a jewelry display and just grab the biggest rock in there and just pocket it. And, like, to the outside, uh, to an outside viewer, it looks like you were just stretching. Just like, oh, well, uh, my back's a little stiff. Uh, okay, and then just that—that that necklace is gone. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, as a. Oh, I don't seem to have my goggles. Uh, I'm trying to shoot that Oh yeah. So yeah, as uh, a- as you're looking at this thing, uh, Mister Cold, and uh, admiring it, uh, you uh. Do you want it? I have some petty cash. He he's struggling with this because he does love technology, uh, especially old technology. But you know, all technology is very fascinating to him, and he he's looking at this, and he kind of rubs his chin. You know, they put those things on phones these days. Why? Yes, it's uh. I remember that uh, first tech demonstration of the iPhone. It was uh, pretty revolutionary, if I do say so myself. Monsieur, you are positively ancient. <laughs> oh, kid. You have no idea. Uh, you hear some uh, some footsteps coming down the little aisle you guys have found yourself in. And... uh you, you look over and you just see like a short, sleazy-looking man, like the full. Bonsoir, monsieur. Uh, what was that? I'm sorry, I actually didn't hear you. Oh, uh, I said bonsoir. Good evening. Uh, I know like three words in French, and by <laughs> God, I'm going to use all of them. Yeah. So yeah, he uh, he uh, grins around his a uh, cigar and uh, 
Like he he takes a cigar out and like he tips it to you guys, like how some people would tip a hat, before just shoving it right back in his mouth and uh, says, uh, "Hey, I, I see you're uh, real interested in that eight track player. If uh, if you're interested, I might be able to cut you a deal if uh, if you want to take some of those eight tracks along with you. Can't move that dang thing to save my life." Well, when you put it like that, I have no choice but to uh, accept your kind offer. He, uh, he gives you a grin and uh, uh, walks over and gathers the 8-track uh, and uh, a handful of uh, cassettes from a, a different shelf and uh, starts taking them over to the uh, the countertop. And uh, over his shoulder he says, uh, Oh, you guys, uh, you guys don't look like my... Uh, my typical customers for uh, this late in the day or early in the morning, as it might be. We're uh, here with the, uh, with the midnight lounge. He uh, stops mid-step and just fully looks over his shoulder at you guys. Kind of gives you a, a, a once-over and then goes, Huh, okay then. Uh, he walks over, puts the uh, uh, stuff on the uh, countertop, and then just kind of ignores it. Mm-hmm. And does uh, Goes over to lean, uh, obviously he gets onto a step stool and then just leans over the countertop to just, uh, look at you guys and says, uh, so. I'm picturing this guy as being played by Danny DeVito. 100%. <laughs> so yeah, he looks you guys over and says, uh, okay, so Lodge sent, uh, Lodge just sent two guys, huh? Thought the Jabberwocky would have been a bit more higher on their, uh, their to-do list. They only need the two of us. Don't you worry. He, uh, he gives you a big grin and says, uh, Ah, arrogance. I like it. All right. <clears throat> I'm not wearing a hat. I should get a hat. <laughs> There's hats. Do you think that I should get a hat, Monsieur Colt? Perhaps we could match. He looks touched. <laughs> he says, Well, if you feel like uh, matching with an old uh, man like me, uh, I'm flattered. So Norman, uh, the proprietor of NQA here, he uh, kind of points his uh, cigar over to the clothes racks and says, uh, "Yeah, I think I have a got a got a few hats in the other day." I'm gonna go find one, and I'm looking for like a fedora, but not the weird trilby ones, like a good, like an actual fedora, like an actual fedora that the PIs wear. We're going mm-hmm. full noir. Oh, get well. a get a coat with that, and we'll be a a a regular pair of hackshaws. Oh, but you see, this this jacket is so nice. Look at the crimson. Ah, well, it is your color. Thank you, Monsieur. And I'm gonna take a couple of hats, and you know that circus trick how they like flip them up over their hands and onto their head and roll them along their arms. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a couple of those until I find one that I like. <laughs> All right. And putting it on my head, I will wink at Norman as I seemingly produce a cigarette that has been lit, but you don't see me light it. You just see fire come out of the tip of my finger. He he gives you an approving nod, and uh, and I will say, just because Portsmouth is a heckin' weird town, you could find a red uh, classic fedora, no problem. Oh, 100%. <laughs> While I'm doing that, though, is there anything I can swipe while I'm distracting <laughs> the other two with my theatrics? Okay. 
you're going to give me another uh, dex check, and this time you're going to go up against a uh, difficulty of eight, because Norman's been at this for a hot second. Ah. So, yeah, like, uh, you're doing the trick, and you you go to reach for uh, something you could pocket immediately, and glancing up, you see that Norman is just glaring at your hand. So, like, instead, you just kind of, like, fake that into more of your hat rolling. Just and, like, uh, cheesy, what can I say, kind of shrug. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so, uh, Norman, uh, kind of pulls out a, a pair of reading glasses and, uh, pops them on and, uh, uh, regards the uh, two of you again and says, uh, so... Did the, uh, Lodge send, uh, specialists, or? I suppose you could call us specialists of the sorts. You know, what, what do you say, Mr. Monsieur Cole? Well, I've, uh, been pretty special for quite some time. And he, he had a, a of expertise. He gives, like, a little, a little, uh, Big grin chuckle. Um, Norman, uh, nods as, uh, he takes the glasses off and puts them back and says, uh, okay. Alright, good. They sent anima users then. Alright. You are one yourself? An, an anima user, that is. He, uh, shakes his head and says, uh, unfortunately not. He, uh, taps the pocket that have the, uh, glasses in it and says, Special find uh, I got while trading a while back. Uh, I can see anima and all the weird crap associated with it, but nah, I wasn't lucky enough to have one myself. Still, you know, the whole better man of mankind through the, stu- through the study of uh, the supernatural or what have you that the uh, Midnight Lounge does. That is what they say. So you are aware then that there is. Um... Some sorrows around. He uh he gives a grimace and says, "Uh, yeah, I noticed them the other day. Got a local to uh to put up some uh special security for me." He uh uh takes his a uh, cigar. I do not know that it is working. They are still very much outside. He uh. He kind of points towards the uh, the four corners of the of the big uh, storeroom that you guys are in, and says uh, they're outside. That's the important part. And uh, where he pointed, it's like uh, there's like this charm that's hung up in each of the corners, mm-hmm. and uh, each charm is a uh, it's kind of like a different animal carved out of a different type of a uh, stone. So there's like a a little jade serpent. There's a like a little marble elephant. Um, we'll go with like a little little. Hmm? My fingers are itching. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he uh he says uh yeah these things keep those animus out there. So. As long as we're in here, we are a okay. Well, 
at least A-OK as you can be against shadows. Like, so long as these things don't I can manifest on this half, uh, like, don't even really have to worry about them out there anyways. Aren't those just as cute as a bug's ear? Uh, he, he just gives you a level look and says, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're worth the safety of my customers, is what they're worth. And himself. And I'm good. Well, you know, that's he doesn't seem that bad off. I'm sure Mr. Monsieur Norman is fine. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he, he steeples his, uh, fingers and says, uh, but, uh, enough of my own shop security. Uh, we should probably, uh, get down to, to business. What do you two know about the Jabberwocky? What do we know about the Jabberwocky? You know that it is something that the Midnight Lodge lost. And they're sending you to find it. I suppose the question is not uh, what do we know about the Jabberwocky, but what do you know about the Jabberwocky? He rolls his eyes and says, uh, uh, of course they didn't tell you anything. All right. Ah. So. Uh. I've been in town for a few years. The lodge keeps me here to uh, to keep an eye on things. The veil's kind of thin in places around here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did notice it. Yeah. Well, it's just getting worse. You know, like usually it's like, oh, it's the Green Ghost of City Hall, or oh, it's Bigfoot out in the woods. But <clears throat> now there's shadows roaming around and. In some cases, you know, people are actually seeing legitimate monsters. And I've been reporting this for years. And... Oh, excuse me. His voice does a number on my throat. And for whatever reason, the Lodge was like, Hey, hey, Norman. you, you You should look after this kid for us. So... They sent this kid to start working at my shop part-time. Uh, her name's Patty. She's great. She's fantastic. She's the Jabberwocky. Ah. Yeah, she's got some kind of weird inherited anima. Like, I'm told that those are not common. No, I can't say that they are. Yeah. And what's less common is her anima can unlock anything. Oh. Anything. I, I mean anything. You put a lock on it, she can get through it no problem. Hmm. Mr. LeBlanc, I see that look in your eye. Is there a look in my eye? It's only a professional curiosity. Yeah, and that professional curiosity is what got her sequestered in a small town in Maine. A lot and of people want to use it. a small town in Maine, to be fair. Yeah, he nods and says, uh, yeah. The Lodge wanted to keep her safe and keep an eye on her. Not only because her anima is stupid good, but because apparently, like, her great-grandfather or something was a founding member of the Lodge, so. They they, they want to make sure their their people are safe. What did you say her name was? Patsy? Patty. 
Her name's uh, Patricia. Ironically enough, her name is Patricia Locke. Patricia Locke. Well. Uh, do you have any uh, last known location for Miss Locke? Uh, he uh, pulls out a uh, uh, slip of paper and says, uh, I don't know much about her personal life. Like, my job was just to watch her. But I do know that she is a student at the local university. And he hands you uh, the paper and on its uh, uh, first the address and then like the directions to uh, the local uh, university from his shop. And uh, yeah, he says, uh, hopefully you'll still be able to find something there between me reporting it and you guys actually showing up. It's it's been almost a week since I see uh, since I've last seen uh, Patty. Uh, if if I may, when did you first start noticing unusual animus around town? He uh, yeah, uh, props himself up and he's thinking. Is that well? It's always kind of been a a bit of a problem, but yeah, it didn't really start uh, kicking off to the extent you probably saw out in the parking lot until uh. Yeah, last week, I guess, during the, uh, the Lobster Festival. I see. Huh. Well, I, I would like to take the opportunity to warn you of the, the danger of the situation we are currently in. He, uh, he, he kind of gives a nod and says, uh, yeah, things have been feeling weird lately, so... I, I cannot stress this enough. Something catastrophic is going to happen. So, before it seemed like he was just kind of humoring you, but now, like, you fully have him concerned. And uh, he's like, catastrophic, you say? I've seen this before. Many, many times before. Okay then, I'll uh, I'll see about setting up a vacation until it passes. Mm -hmm. But uh, good on you for having those wards set. Uh, he he kind of like looks up at the. You maybe should in some stronger ones. Just some advice. Yeah, he uh. He like glances up at the wards and says, "Uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think I'll call that local again. She see if uh, see if she has anything a bit stronger." Uh, who who is this this local that you speak of? Uh, he waves his hand and says, "Uh, uh, you know, she she's the owner of a of a some tourist trap down in Weird Town." So, uh, the owner of a tourist trap in Weird Town gives you these wards to keep your keep your shop and yourself safe. So she clearly has some knowledge of Mirage and the supernatural. Yeah, he nods. Surely you could give us a name, perhaps, you know, through your dealings. Your ward, uh, Patty, Patricia. Maybe she found her way there. 
Uh, give me a charisma check. Nice. Oh, 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 nine. He, uh... <laughs> He, he grumbles and uh, says, uh, uh, "Okay, fine, but only because you two are from the lodge." He uh, takes a slip of paper back from uh, Mister Cold and uh, writes down uh, the address to uh, Elizabeth's Eldritch Encounters and uh, the name uh, Shauna Hamarch, and uh, gives it back to you. Because we are very discreet. I would hope so. Fair warning, she if you do go to meet her, she she's a bit touchy. Touchy feely or touchy as in she takes things personally? Oh touchy feely. She will she will immediately try to hold your hand and do some kind of weird psychic thing if you meet her. Oh, I ha- I have no problem with touchy feely. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I could tell. No. Really? How? So, uh, yeah, he, uh, he looks over, uh, the counter at the, uh, eight track and, uh, back to cold and says, uh, so did you actually want to buy this or was this just all, uh, or was that all just a big setup to talk about, uh, the whole Jabberwocky incident. Oh no, you did. No, I do sincerely want that. Quite excited of uh, old. Uh, how did how did you say it earlier? Knickknacks. That's quite right. Okay, I'll I'll get this uh, rung up for you. Uh, one more thing, Monsieur Norman. Yeah. Do you have any of those uh, cigars lying around? He uh he smiles and uh reaches under the uh the countertop and brings out a very ornate cigar box and uh says uh these are very good and very imported. I could tell. Don't worry. The imported stuff is the good stuff. So uh at this point I will tell you guys that that if you want to buy something, like I gave you some some starting, if you want to buy something in addition to this garbage, uh, just let me know. Um, so yeah, like if you wanted a knife or a gun or I don't know, like a oh, can hmm? can LeBlanc have a gun? I I will say LeBlanc can have a gun. If he wants the gun and the cigars, yeah, <laughs> he just wants one cigar. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be like that's gonna be like one eighty out of the game. That's fine. Okay, like I've I've got two hundred. I can do that. Okay, so yeah, we'll say you get a. That does come with uh. So so I I will ask what kind of gun is does a LeBlanc want. Does he want like just a Glock or like a a revolver or like a Derringer? Okay, that's already way more than I know about guns. <laughs> um, <laughs> they like, have guns know, down under. <laughs> yes, I know rifles and shotguns. Yeah, I was about to say they have rifles and shotguns. I see. <laughs> um, yeah, in Australian, they kill animals. Mm-hmm. 
um, just like a pistol of some sort that's small and easily uh, concealable. Okay, so yeah, he gets a a pretty like if you say the word handgun, that's what you get. Like, like if, if you're just imagining whatever gun is associated with the word handgun, like that is what uh he is provided with. Um, I'm also kind of thinking like a vintage one. Hang on. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what kind of it is, what kind it is, but uh, Miss Fisher, her little um gun that she has. Uh okay. I typed in. It's a revolver, I think. Miss Fisher. There are. Okay, Google has not helped me at all. Miss Fisher, murder mysteries. Okay. Uh, an image of Elvis popped up. Oh. So yeah, this like tiny little snub-nosed revolver. Yeah. yeah with its okay. gold with a pearl mother of pearl handle. Like Dang. Things. Yeah, like like grabbing it and holding it, like the mother of pearl handle is one hundred percent fake. But hey, what do you expect getting a gun at a pawn shop last like last last second? Right, I got a free necklace that's apparently definitely real, so... <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, but yeah, if it's a revolver, we'll say that you... Uh, we'll say that you have, uh, like, a full 12 shots, like, six in the cylinder... Six for the cylinder, and then six, uh, extra. Yeah. Uh, like, he's not gonna just hand a, hunt, a loaded gun over the cap. No. Yeah, like, uh... And, uh... Anything else that, uh... Mr. Uh, Cold is looking at. Nope, just the 8-track. Okay, so that's going to run you 50. All right. And you also have a stack of 8-track tapes. Anything good? Um, is there? <laughs> uh, let's see, um, old bands. Uh, yeah, there, there's some Elvis and some B in there. All right, all right. He he nods discerningly at the at the uh, stack. He's just kind of like shuffling them and looking at them. So, yeah, you guys, uh, you guys get your stuff. Um, things that need to be bagged are bagged. Uh, things that are overly clunky, as the such as an eight track is a, uh, it's put in a bag, but there's no way in God's green house bag is going to support that thing's weight. There is room for this stuff in the car, no? Or am I going to be cooped up in the back again? I feel like we probably have enough room in the car. So yeah, he uh, gives you guys uh, all this stuff, uh, hands over your receipts, and uh, says uh, okay, you you guys just uh, go do whatever you need to do and uh, make sure Patty's safe, okay? We will do, and you watch out for yourself. Yeah, that's a that's a bit of a specialty uh, for me. Yeah. She flips over uh, an eight track. Oh, Madonna! They put Madonna on these things. I didn't know that either. Yeah, he like <laughs> they take like a minute to to show. We do show and tell with the eight tracks, and <laughs> yeah. he's got <laughs> we've got like the 
the uh what was it like a virgin i yeah. think that was uh, is that from uh, some billy holiday <laughs> uh, did they put billy holiday on h let me let me <laughs> i feel like they would have had to have they they had yeah. to right they must have <laughs> so yeah you you guys continue having this uh show and tell as uh as you get back to the back to the car it is uh yeah it's getting uh it's getting pretty early in the morning it's uh it's probably like uh 15 20 to 6 and uh yeah you guys have uh two addresses the address to uh Elizabeth's Eldritch Encounters and the address to uh Arkham University oh what do you think monsieur Cold. Shall we uh, visit this uh, Shana? Or should we check out the university? I do want to uh, stop by Shana's at some point. Uh, I uh, I would like to get the word out about the impending catastrophe. You keep, you keep saying impending catastrophe. What do you know? Why why are you here? We don't well, really know each other outside of this. Uh, no, I suppose we don't. I, uh... Well, the thing is, is that I... Uh, he, he just kind of, uh, sighs, you know, hands in the pocket. I, uh, have a bit of a reputation for... coming across tragedies before they happen. Ah, so you you are like uh like a like a banshee almost. He he laughs because uh, he he did not expect to be called a banshee, but um he, yes, he says see, they don't actually steal the souls. They they just warn of death. That's uh that's very apt. I. I suppose I, uh, I'm, I'm somewhat like a banshee myself, then. We, we, we all have our reputations. That is how I am here, no? Mm-hmm. Well, your reputation seems to be more on the kleptomaniac side. I, gentlemen, Steve, not a kleptomaniac. I can stop any time I <laughs> This thing is, I enjoy the rush. Well, at least you behaved yourself uh, back at the pawn shop. We oui. <laughs> very much so. And look at this—I got a fabulous cigar out of it. You see, uh, pays to do the right thing. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it pays to do the wrong thing as well. Ah, uh, d- agree to disagree. <laughs> So is um like the university and Shauna's place are they near each other or are they like um let's see Arkham University is spot five so the university is actually closer to uh, NQA Pawn Shop than uh, Shauna's like Shauna's is basically twice as far away as uh as the university we get it you don't want us to go to Shauna's. I didn't say that. You asked me 
how far away they were. <laughs> also, they're on the map and labeled. I'm currently not looking at the map. That's my bad. Okay, no, that's fair. That's understandable. Yeah, I was just staring at my character sheet. <laughs> no, one hundred percent. French sayings. <laughs> I additionally have several tabs open of slang from, you know, uh, earlier decades. <sighs> you but, yeah. gave us no time to prepare. <laughs> I know. I love it. I should do this more often. I honestly, I'm enjoying playing Kato. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so. As far as fast travel points go, uh, yeah, Shauna's is twice as far away as the universities, but, you know, you could, like, it's not infeasible that you could swing by Shauna's and then get back to the university and it still be morning. Like, mm-hmm. it's probably, like, an additional mile or two onto your yeah. your drive. And Yeah, and we have a car. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's not like you're on a, a horse and buggy. I'm going to quickly pull out my phone and I'm going to Google Eldritch, Elizabeth's Eldritch Encounters and see what like, the opening hours are. Um, I actually have that written down somewhere. Um, I... <laughs> uh, the opening hours, I believe, are... Oh, I, I didn't... feel like it. No, no, I actually have them written down. Um, they're just on a physical piece of paper. God, well, there's your I... problem. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay, it is... <laughs> the hours of, op- of operation for uh, Elizabeth's Eldridge Encounters are 3pm to 6pm, p- and then 8pm to 12pm. This is the most confusing opening hours I have ever seen. Yeah. She, she yeah. has a two-hour lunch period, basically. In the yeah. middle of the night? Yeah, she she's a tourist trap that runs a uh, a haunted Portsmouth uh, tour. I want to go on this when I'm not on the job. Uh, for now, <laughs> it, it is very early in the morning. How about uh, we find a diner or a cafe? I, I want coffee. Okay. Um. Very well, just, uh... Yeah, I mean, you've got your phone open. You you do have Google Maps. Yes, and out, out of the two of us, I am the one who knows how to use it. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Sidebar. We have to, we have to resolve this. Yeah. Does Mr. Cold know how to use, like, current technology? Uh, I feel like that's up to you, isn't it? Yeah, that's up to you 100%. Like, I, I told you that he's been around for the, the advent of most modern technology. Mm-hmm. Like, if he... Who owns this man? Don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah. about it. So, yeah, like, if he is the kind of person to go, like, oh, shiny phone, I want to see what that's about. And, like, master it, but, like, that's on you. I feel, I feel like he's one of those uh, old guys who is surprisingly good with new technology, but he doesn't advertise it. All right, but he's like, ah, well, sure thing, kid. So, looking at the, uh, looking at the the Google Maps of the area, um, it's a pretty standard fare of every couple of blocks. There's a uh, mass-produced coffee shop, and there's more than a few coffee shops in the university itself. 
So it's just like how how far before uh the plot do you want to stop and have a coffee? I feel like the universal because what is it? It's like two a.m. Four a.m. Uh, no, it's it's almost six. Okay. Okay, so like Starbucks is is absolutely open by now. One hundred percent. Yeah, pretty much. No, open. Waffle House is open. Oh yeah, yeah, Waffle House is open. Uh, maybe a McDonald's. We're not going to McDonald's for coffee. <laughs> I imagine that was just fully in character. We're not going to McDonald's for coffee. I, I, I wouldn't even want to go to Waffle House for coffee, so. Well, at least they do have a bit of uh, old world charm to them. If you can call it that. Well, I believe I just did. <laughs> I, I like we will get the, the waffle coffee. We go to a Waffle House and, like, have a... Just, like, one of those um, smash cuts to us sitting in a Waffle House for, like, a... A full fifteen seconds, and then we go on to the plot. Yeah, like like it is shot from like across the street. You guys are just shoved into a booth in the corner. The staff there wants to die, mm-hmm. but they're putting on a brave face. We tip extremely well. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say we tip very well. <laughs> yeah, they 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 have they have been given a reason to live for the next two point five hours. <laughs> yep. Yes, they did have Billy Holiday eight tracks. I am amazing. <laughs> I am going down this rabbit hole. I was like, we, we have to have a sidebar of the songs and bands that are on eight tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, on Yankovic? What? Wait, legit? I don't know. But to be fair, I would not be surprised if Weird Al made an eight track. I want to see the Weird Al movie because that looks weird. Oh, yeah, that looks fantastic. Yeah, I was just thinking since uh, Billie Holiday was a little bit before that, I didn't know that she had eight tracks, but it makes sense. Billie Holiday is a lady? Yes. Yes. I I thought she was like an old country dude. No. No, she's a... She's a soul. She's a famous Jags. Okay, we're <laughs> keeping this entire bit in. Keep- <laughs> People need to know that you didn't... You've played Fallout. You've heard her songs. She's like a jazz swing soul singer. She did Strange Fruit. I hate that that is what my mind comes to, but she did Strange Fruit. Oh, that's amazing. She's saying crazy, he calls me. Oh. Okay. Yeah, she's pretty good. (laughs) 